Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gravely Amusing Presents BPM the Finch in the morning, in the evening, maybe at supper time. When BPM the Finch are on a podcast, you can listen anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm your host, Brian Peters, the man child of mystery, and I have here tonight with me my longtime very best pal of 20-something years, the... The Robin to my Batman. The Nightwing. The Nightwing to my Batman. Uh, my right-hand man throughout high school and life. I'm so, so happy to have him here tonight. My co-host of BP and the Finch. The Finch. Hey, great to be here. Thanks, Brian, for having me. Uh, really digging the Gravely Music podcast, man. It's very entertaining while I'm working and stuff. So. Thanks, Finch. That's really why I made it. It's just for that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but uh, so what we want to do here tonight, uh, not only to drop this as like a Batman Day special to talk about DC Comics, um, but this is kind of like a practice run for a side podcast of called just BP and the Finch. Uh, so this is Gravely Amusing presents BP and the Finch. And we're going to talk about the state of DC Comics films because there is nothing more scary in Hollywood going on right now <laughs> than the state of DC Comics. Um, it's a mess. It's 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 a nightmare. If you are a, f- a fan of DC Comics and you're a fan of sci-fi superheroes in general, DC Comics is what you most fear. So Finch and I are going to get right to it, and we're going to talk basically about the DC AU. No, the DC EU. The, the, the DC Comics, EU. EU, and then we'll talk about the DCU. The, the DCU, my man. Okay, first thing I want to discuss, Finch, in the scary side of DC Comics films is why do you think the Flash did not make money? Go. <laughs> um. Oh man, there's so many reasons. Uh, well, so many. <laughs> I mean, you know, I we both really enjoyed the movie, obviously. Um, but yeah, you know, the movie was made for guys like us. Uh, but for the general audience, uh, I mean, one, obviously, everything going on in you know the public with the the star of the movie, uh, Ezra. You know, everything is legal you battles or you ain't legal, kidding, buddy. Then legal battles and everything that went on behind the scenes there. Um, obviously all the behind the scenes stuff with the, um, the directors losing directors, the, the fact that the movie was supposed to be, you know, the movie was announced when the first season of the flash came out and we got nine seasons of the, that show. It was before. announced in 2013, I think 2013. <laughs> it was now, it was announced the day after the first the flash show premiered, I think. Yeah. Like the day after, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we didn't. It didn't come out till what twenty twenty three. So uh, you know, lost went through mad directors. Uh, I think like what four six. I don't even remember. Uh, Tyler knows. Our yeah, Tyler, the host of the the Krypton Report. He knows. He knows it all. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was really interested when it was going to be Phil uh, Lord and Miller. You know, because uh, yeah. what they you know, what they did with the Lego movies and 21 jump street, you know, they, I thought it would be great with them, but uh, that's definitely a lot of it. And then a lot of it is just like 
I don't want to say superhero fatigue, but I don't know, man. Seems like it might be setting in a little bit. But is it okay? So I'm a you know my wife and I can't have children. So, but you you know you have you know three seven kids that you know of <laughs> three or, yes three no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, you, have, you know, you have three kids. You know, each one of those tickets got to be at least ten bucks. That's thirty bucks there. You know, you 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 throw you and your wife in there. That's fifty bucks. Well, I actually and, didn't see it with my wife. I saw, I did take the kids, but uh, the wife. Had that's like forty bucks right there. Yeah, and then like if so, in the same month uh, in June. You know, your June was loaded, man. June, oh yeah, June, dude. Spider Man had came out just a couple weeks before that. Yep. Yeah. So, man. so you got a budget. Like, am I going to see Spider Man? I mean, you guys have to budget, right? I mean, like being a father and having the family, you got a budget, right? Yeah. And then obviously, I mean, school started in August. So, I mean, the good thing is the Flash came out like in the middle of the month. Uh, but I mean, I was going to go see the Flash regardless. It's a DC no, party. Right, right, I'm, right. I'm anything decent them, I'm yeah, there. Them, yeah. <laughs> no the kids were they were going too, regardless if they wanted to or not my youngest <laughs> he hates he hates sitting through movies um but you know i make him <laughs> so <laughs> my man i so me personally like i i mean this is the biggest bomb in warner brothers history like not just comic book history just not not just film history the greatest bomb in warner brothers history and when this was ready to come out they're like you know gun in january guns like this is gonna reboot the you know to the dcu um they got tom cruise endorse it um did they get stephen king to endorse it i, uh, I believe uh, i might be wrong in that but i know cruise endorsed it yeah cruise definitely um the tom uh i do feel like he he gave high praise to Andy Muschietti. Andy Muschietti. So. Yeah, okay. Okay. So you got all this endorsement. And Gunn's like, this movie's amazing. I love this movie. But greatest superhero it, film of all time. Greatest, I believe, is, that, those were the words. <laughs> the quote. Yeah. The greatest superhero film of all time. Of all time. Which we know the greatest superhero film of all time is, you know, it's, you know, it's it's Superman and the Mall Man from, from you know, the story. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, we know it's steel. It's steel which should kill him. Right. I just so, watched that again. Did you really? Yeah, it was on Max because uh, it was going to leave Max streaming service. I was like, oh, I got to watch it one more time. So. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the defining reason why, I, I don't think it was necessary superhero fatigue. I, I I think it came down to two things. It came, one was it was came in a loaded month. A very loaded month. I mean, you had uh, Indiana Jones, I think, came out that month too. Uh, Beast Beast Wars. Oh, yeah, Transformers. Um, yeah, uh, I just call it Beast Wars. <laughs> I know <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so super, even though they were barely in the movie, um, you know, uh, Spider Man, Spider Man. You know, oh my god, doing the same, it. doing the same thing too, doing going the same to the multiverse. Thing. You know, exactly, exactly. But like, not only that, but. Two words, Ezra Miller. When you have, when you, ha I don't care how much you put money you put in the movie. I don't care. I, I don't care how much you did. When you have an actor surrounded with so much controversy and 
and so much legal issues. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you can't, you're not going to have him being able to promote the movie. You're not going to get him to be able to say anything. He's the star of the movie. And he didn't play just one role. He played three roles. Like, it's, what are you doing? So to have so much controversy around your star, I mean, it's 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 just a horrible call. It's it's an absolutely horrible call, and um, I it, it only made like forty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars. It only made forty million dollars, um, and it just it just failed, and I'm I'm wondering the main question. Uh, Finch. Um, the main question I wonder here is, uh, you know, the the biggest selling point they had in this movie, dude, was the Keaton nostalgia, the nineteen eighty nine Batman Michael Keaton nostalgia. So is yeah. is Mike is Michael Keaton nostalgia over? Is it over? Like, do not. people even care? Oh shit! Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Uh, no, I hope not, man. I I really enjoyed his performance. Um, he was great. I mean, he is older though. There was scenes where, you know, where he's like uh, fixing up his arm, and you see his arms are just so thin, like <laughs> you know. But um, no, I I think he did great in the movie. He could still he's still Batman, you know. Um, I love seeing those videos online where he's just doing like graduations and stuff. He's like two words. I'm Batman. You know, like that's so. Uh, <laughs> right. What was it in neighbors where uh, he's like, who's Batman to you? Christian bill. Swear to me. No, I'm Batman. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, I, I hope not. Uh, and I mean, I don't, I mean, we still have a chance for Batman Beyond in the Elseworlds, maybe, but oh, oh, I don't. I don't think so. I, I do. I do think, unfortunately, it is. You know, I. Th so I think I thought hard about it. I I think that you know for those in their thirties and older, um, that Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, you know, is still Batman to them. Michael, you know, you can sell like like Dave or buddy Dave. Dave only wants to go see this movie for Michael Keaton. That's the only reason he wants to see the movie. Um, but I don't think I don't think Keaton is enough. I, I think to the casual, like the casual viewer, like Keaton's like they think might look at Keaton and be like he's so old, you know, he's so thin. Like what the hell? That's not Batman, you know. I have a friend who uh, she's she's a, a girl, obviously, um, and uh, she she likes superheroes and stuff, but like she's she's not as biggest into it as we are. And uh, she sure. she watched it on Max, and she goes, she says, "Oh yeah, you know he's really old," and like Richard's saying, right? But then her biggest takeaway actually was she's like, um, she's like, "You didn't tell me how hot that Supergirl was." I was like, "Oh yeah, you know she's she's great, yeah," but she didn't have enough screen time. But, uh, you know, so, I mean, but, you know, she she's familiar with Michael Keaton as Batman, but in her opinion, it was the same thing. It was like, oh, he's old, you know, he's, you know, so I don't know. 
Yeah. So that brings me to my next question. Would the movie have killed it if it was Christian Bale? If they would have brought Christian Bale. Okay, so they so so I'm gonna I'm gonna this I'm gonna give you a layered question. Okay. If if they wouldn't have said anything, okay, and you're watching a movie and they go to Wayne Manor and you think it's gonna be Affleck. Well, 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 they couldn't market it with you know they couldn't market it without marketing with Batman. So, so well, I so guess I'll tell you what, with Ezra stuff with Ezra, right? yeah. So, would the movie have killed it if it was Bale? I think, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I would say, I would say yes. Uh, um, I think obviously like somebody like, um, Trey, you know, he's a younger guy and he, he really re- resonates with the bell franchise, you know? Um, I love the bell franchise too, but you know, I don't want to say Michael Keaton's my Batman. Um, he was my Batman before Ben Affleck, obviously. Uh, but, Hell yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I do think it I think it definitely would have generated more more revenue if Bale was there. I just I I because Bale's Batman was so grounded, I don't think it would have worked with this type of movie. New friend. Yes. That's it. That's the key thing. So Bale's Batman was so grounded in realism as best it could. Not to mention, like, not to mention, Bale didn't. Bale, Bale would say no. Bale said, or he did say no. Um, but yeah, to the put, cameo, right? Yeah, he said no. I mean, that cameo, that cameo would have made it, everybody go aptured. Um, but I think that the no, like the Nolan Batman, the Bale Batman, like they already blew it. They were. I mean, this is a whole. That's a whole other podcast. But. but um, well, it's a bad idea, so let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if they would have, if they would have stayed the course, and when they dropped Man of Steel, if they would have had Henry, you know, because Man of Steel wasn't meant to start a universe, it wasn't. It wasn't going to be a standalone yeah. thing. If they would have stayed the course and just threw money at Nolan, if they would just threw money at Nolan and Bill and said, "You're our Batman." Um, we want you to be the Batman with Henry Cavill. Like, like we already established this universe. We want to, because because no one was a producer on Man of Steel. At like, it works. You know, like if you would have just rolled that in, um, you know, you could have had, uh, you could have had, what the hell is his name? Justin Gordon Lovett. Justin You know, you could have had that be your Nightwing right away. Yeah. Yeah, and and just went into it, but you know, Nolan maybe not wanted to do more, but it would have made so much money. It would have been so successful. If, they all, if the plan was originally like from the jump, like when Man of Steel comes out, because Nolan was part of that, it was like okay, so our very next movie is gonna be Batman meets Superman or World's Finest. It should have been World's Finest. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, I mean, I remember, I remember all those promo images when it was the Brandon Routh Superman and the Christian Bale Batman. I think that could have worked too. But hey, who who doesn't love Henry Cavill? So Henry, Henry, Henry was. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I think having Bill in there definitely would have at least gotten more. um, Yeah, because as much as because he's a billion dollar Batman, he's a billion dollar Batman. Well, and as as much as we love nostalgia. The, you know, especially after COVID, um, the older people who Michael Keaton was their Batman, they weren't going out to see that, especially with everything COVID gave us where it's like, you know, within even if a movie other than, say, Top Gun um, was a top. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Other than that, because Tom Cruise fought for that movie to stay in the theaters, um, most people know that it's going to be appearing on streaming service within at least 60 days. So it's like, oh, I can wait three months before I see this movie. But having Christian Bale in there, you're getting that younger audience out there. And they'll be like, hey, yeah, my Batman's coming. Yeah, you know? So, yep. I yep. don't know. So my next question, and and I think you might already know my answer to this. Should they have just threw the flash out the window completely and went with Batgirl? Was Batgirl the correct choice? Uh, apparently, no. Right? I mean, I I think we would have we would have enjoyed it for sure, especially Brendan Fraser being cast as Firefly. the The Renaissance is here, man. You know, we want we want Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah, I want uh, Brendan. <laughs> but um, I I mean, apparently they said that movie's unwatchable, man. That's they could have dropped it on on Max. They could have like lost a little bit of money and dropped it on max they decided to write that thing off and no <laughs> so they could, they could have scrapped so much other crap that's true so i mean that, i did see so some of those photos of her in that bat suit like two different ones she looked um, good. and it like one of them looked like crap but then one of them looked really good and i was like dude and then Which obviously one do you think looked good the purple uh, one um, i mean they were both purple but one looked like uh Kind of like a classic, like uh, like a bodysuit, and then one kind of looked like the uh, the re the the newer oh, one where she has like a jacket. You didn't I don't see think that I one? saw the jacket one. I don't think I saw yeah. the jacket. that one. It, it was like a like an on set photo, so that one looked the head the cow and stuff on that one just looked weird. But the one where she had like the body armor, I think she was like she was on a subway or she was sitting reading a, like the script or something. It looked good, and I was like, dude, that looks good. So. I don't know. <laughs> and, and you know, obviously with the Batgirl one, we would have gotten some more J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Um, dude, I hope they leave. You, that got Ke- you still would have had Keaton as Batman. You yeah. still would have had Keaton as Batman. Well, I but mean, you was- also saw the stuff about there was supposed to be maybe a Robin. I think they had cast maybe, uh, I think they said it, the, the there was a mural in it and it looked like uh, Robin, Batman and Robin. And they said it kind of looked more like uh, what's that kid's name? The Maze Runner kid, maybe. I don't know. These are these are all rumors and things that you know you see images and you're like, oh, you know. So, but um, I think I, I want to see Batgirl. I someone got to leak it. Someone has to leak it. They have. Yeah. We're I counting so. on you guys. <laughs> yeah, where's those angry interns, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Okay, 
So did Gunn lie about this rebooting the universe? Like was it like was it just a freaking bull faced lie? Because what the heck did it reboot? Like what did it really reboot? Because at the end you had you had George Clooney as Batman at the end, and which Clooney's is more Batman. like a joke, right? Right. Like, it was played as a joke, right? The only thing that really like answered any questions, kind of, I think, is the post credit scene with Aquaman. Where he just says, in every universe, Batman was different, but you're the same. You know what I mean? Well, Do you remember I, that? So, well, I'm, de- I'm deaf. So, <laughs> like, I had my caption device, but, like, it wasn't picking up what Aquaman was saying. Yeah, because he was being a drunken guy. <laughs> but, no. So, basically, he says, at the end of the movie, he's talking to him, and he's like, I'm telling you, there was... There was Batman and Bruce Wayne, but it was like different versions of him. But he's like, so you're saying that in every universe, there's a different me. He's like, no, you're you, but Batman was different. So, and it's like that, like I've, I've had conversations with people and they're like, James Gunn should reboot the whole thing and just start from scratch. And I get that. I'm in the camp where I'm like, this like soft core reboot kind of, I definitely wish that he didn't get rid of certain characters or he wasn't going to get rid of certain characters, but like peacemaker is a freaking great show. And I love the characters in there. And obviously that's one of his projects, you know, give us more King shark, obviously. Um, but uh, I like the idea of like some characters are different and some characters remain the same. So I don't think he lied. I just, I mean, I think he lied about the Flash being the turning point and the reboot (laughs) point. But I don't think he lied about it entirely. But at the same time, I know there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Like the end of Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods, I believe that was a James Gunn decision. Or maybe Peter Saffron, you know, they're both, obviously, he was, Peter Saffron's a producer on it, right? Yeah, um, and like how they're like, oh, we want to recruit you for the. I would still. I think Zachary Levi is a great Shazam. I think he should continue to stay in. The, um, you know, I don't need the whole Shazam family. I know some people really like them. I think just give me Zachary Levi. I don't even want Billy anymore. Just, just Shazam. Um, <laughs> and obviously the he, they, they talked about the Justice Society. Give us more of them, man. I that was the only saving grace of Black Adam for me. So. So you didn't like the family aspect of the first Shazam? In the first movie, I did. The second movie, I can't They blew it. They blew yeah. it in the second one. Yeah. Like, because well, I think they I think they blew the family aspect in the second one because they didn't show enough of Billy. Like, like it was it, like, well, there was no, there was no separation. Between like Shazam acted very much Billy like, like very see, yeah he acted more child Billy than bi- child Billy did than Billy did. absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely. that was one of my biggest gripes too yeah like and if he's if he's has the wisdom of Solomon like okay have you so have you read any of Jeff Jones uh, um, JSA uh, no. 
Sorry. So, <laughs> so in Jeff John's JSA, you're fine. In Jeff John's JSA, Shazam and Stargirl work together. And Billy, you know, Billy Billy is he's he's her age. Yeah. So when she's hanging out with Shazam, you know, Shazam appears older, like she's starting to fall for him. <laughs> and then he is falling for her. But he's but, 30. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. She's like 15 or 16, yeah. So so he confesses to her that he's really a kid, that he's Billy. But when they're together with the JSA, like the JSA doesn't all know that he's a kid. Yeah. You know, they, they don't know that. So um so Shazam ends up leaving the JSA because he doesn't want to look like a creeper. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm falling for her, but like I have to wait a good, you know, I have to wait like a good 10 years, maybe. <laughs> That'll be okay. Because she was like 17, maybe. Yeah. And like he was around that age, but you know, Shazam looked like, you know, he's 30. Yeah. Um, but I I think Zachary Levy is great. I think he's fantastic as as Captain Marvel. Um, but yeah, the real Captain Marvel. Um, but I I don't know. They the the family was off in that movie. Um, and it's I don't know. It could it could have been great. But I th- I think I think that the I think that in the Flash, like I don't think the movie was that bad. Um, I think that I I don't think it was really a Flash movie. I think that's the main problem of it. Like I think they knew things were coming to an end, and they know that the Flash can reboot everything, so they were trying to do just some reboot movie. I also think it would have succeeded more. Um. I also think it would have succeeded more if um, if they would have went with Thomas Wayne. If they would have brought in Jeffrey Dean Morgan, that, that's one thing I want to add. Like, that's what we thought was going to happen, right? Right, right, right. I don't think you necessarily need bail. Um, I think Keaton maybe wasn't the right fit for it, but if you would have threw in Jeffrey Dean Morgan, it would have brought it back to Batman versus Superman. It would have brought it all back. And it would have been exactly the way it was in the Flashpoint. It yeah. actually would have been a Flashpoint story, and it would have been amazing. And then, and then if you would have ended the movie or or had a scene at the end with with Barry, letter. he's got to give him the letter, giving that letter, and then that's your final Affleck as Batman thing. There's I would have bawled. I would have bawled, bro. I would have been. I would have been crying, dude. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so I'm I'm getting uh, choked up just thinking about that. That was, ah. that was in this in the Flashpoint comic. That was such. I'm I'm starting to choke up because now you're choking up. Like in the Flashpoint comic, man, that was such a powerful moment. That this letter, one hell of a messenger, Barry. Oh man, <sighs> son, you know I want a better life for you. I want you to be happy. Um. Because that, because the whole point of Ben Affleck's Batman was he like he's miserable. He changed, like he lost faith. And if and if he would have had that letter from his dad, and just like, okay, dad, I'm on the right path here. 
you know, I'm having faith again. You know, maybe I can be happy. I'm getting old. You know, maybe, you know, oh, man. Whoa. Um, okay. Now, quick question. I know this is going to be a little derailed, too, but. You can, you can ask anything, man. Okay. I'm the now, what do you think, because of all of Ezra's stuff, right? What do you think would have happened if, you know, because they knew about all this and they still went forward releasing the movie as it was. Because they're fucking think, moral. <laughs> what do you think would have happened if they had, you know, when he runs back, he's in his suit and everything, he runs back. You know, you could keep George Clooney if you wanted, but they he runs back, he pulls back his mask, and he's a different person. Not not say like Wally West, but just different actor playing flash that's your reboot right there and that's your flash going forward what actor uh, i don't know that one i haven't uh you, thought about my flash the, casting oh, I, oh okay yeah i know who you're talking about you know the answer gg baby gg baby <laughs> so my my hope for this movie okay my hope i'm glad you brought i'm glad you threw this question because because i totally forgot about that because I talked about Flash with, with Tyler in his podcast long ago. My hope, my hope for the end of this movie was that was that Grant would have been pulled through the multiverse, and and Grant would have been your Flash. Like not necessarily for the reboot of DCU, but that Ezra would have been gone and replaced with Grant, and then you would have had that moment with Grant as like. The new Barry, if you will, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I think it's it's a huge mistake for that Ezra not to interact with Grant because in Crisis yeah. on the show we had Ezra he gave him his name, he gave his name, like so. I thought that that movie, I thought the movie was gonna was gonna reboot and end with, like I thought they would have rewrote the ending and been like, okay, Ezra, uh, you, you effed up, dude. So, <laughs> you know, we should have went with Grant in the first place. This, In my opinion, they should have went with Grant in the first place. I mean, like, come on. You guys are dumb. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I do like Ezra's portrayal. And I think he did, they did an awesome job uh, portraying two different berries for sure. Um, oh, yeah, technically, yeah. Well, four. Four different berries because, because, you have Snyder's Barry. Well, I mean, for that particular movie. Okay, okay. The Flash right. movie. Okay, girl. <laughs> well, I mean, where do you get three if you're including the old version too? I, I would, you know, your original Barry, mm-hmm. your young Barry, mm-hmm. and then you have Dark your, Flash, your Dark Barry. Okay, your Dark yeah. Barry was a whole, was was a whole different, you know, because he was in the Speed Force for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, I, whatever. no, I had just actually listened to uh, Tyler's uh, review of The Flash. So it's pretty fresh, like how he thought about it and then your thoughts too. So, yeah. Well, well I. I <laughs> um, okay. So the next big question. So it's often, th- now this thing, this is often thought for DC Comics. It's it's a, it's an often thought. Is is Batman the savior of DC Comics? 
So, so this is a big loaded question. Okay. So in when they did new 52, okay. So some writers, I think it was new 52, but some writers have said throughout DC comics history that DC comics has made the decision to make their comics like 80% Batman. Like they, they know that if one book is going to sell, it's going to be a Batman book. So they've gone ape turd on Batman. And, and I mean, there's a Joker book, there's Batman, there's detective comics, uh, Nightwing, Batgirl, Batgirls, you know, you know, there's incorporated, incorporated Robin, you know, uh, you know, there's so much. So in terms of the DCU, is is Batman your savior? Like, is Superman good enough? Is Flash good enough? Is Green Lantern good enough? Or does Batman have to be the savior and the Iron Man, if you will, the focal point of this new DCU where you ain't going to make no money unless Batman's your dude? You're talking about the upcoming DCU. Some, yeah, is Batman... Films. Is Batman the savior of DCU? Like, if they want to make any money, they gotta they gotta go all in with Batman and the Batman family. I mean, they or, have or to. For, they have to, but the Superman movie is what's going to be the deciding factor for sure. If this Superman movie doesn't get off to, it's okay. Uh, the Superman movie is gonna. It may not be the biggest financial box office draw, but. If you tell a great story, you you have the universe built. You're building the universe, and it's obvious in this movie. Um, you get you know the actors do a great job. The script is really well. The movie just you know is awesome. It may not make a billion dollars. It may make five hundred, six hundred million dollars. But if it's a good film, people will trust James Gunn. People will trust that DC is kind of going in the right direction. We thought we had that with uh, Man of Steel. I mean, but even then, when Man of Steel ended, there was a decisive crowd. Superman doesn't kill. Uh, You know, there's so much destruction. He should have taken the fight somewhere else. Immediately, there was just backlash and divisiveness, you know? but People people don't know what the hell they want. And and super, I mean... Because internet, the internet was really coming on like 2005, you know, like when we graduated and went off to, you know, college or whatever the hell we did. Um, like, and Superman Returns, okay, it's not, a, it's not a good movie. But my biggest criticism of that whole movie is the and, and a lot of people... didn't fight nobody. He <laughs> didn't fight nobody, bro. Yeah. Well, well I have... I have three criticisms, four criticisms of that movie. One, he didn't fight nobody. He didn't throw any punch at all. Two, uh, Lois Lane was horrible. Oh, yeah. Three, you make my boy look like a deadbeat dad. How dare you? <laughs> four, four, and probably the most important. Well, one's the most important. Four is the second important. My, my boy cannot lift an island made of kryptonite. Right? You can't do it. It's not possible. I don't care if he goes to the sun. I don't care if he freaking 
you know, I don't care if 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 the source himself goes to Superman and says, "You are now the god of the sun." I don't care if he has Kryptonian cells in him; it can't lift it. But hasn't and, that changed? Like I've, I swear I've read a, a comic or two where Superman is no longer vulnerable to Kryptonite. This, this. I dude, mean, that didn't happen in the movie. Like that wasn't. He literally just gotten stabbed with the piece of Kryptonite, pulls it out, and then like lifts a whole mountain of it. Yes, but I'm saying in certain comics, he has like had an aversion to where he's. Kryptonite doesn't do anything to him, right? Uh, Superboy Prime has no weakness to Kryptonite. Superboy Prime. Um, he has weakness. I mean, Superboy Prime has weakness to like a yellow sun, and he has had to wear armor to give him that red sun. Um, mm-hmm. If I, if I, if I'm, I might, I might, I know that, I know that Kryptonite doesn't work on, I know that for sure. Um, but Superman, Superman, I know that he's got, I haven't read Rebirth and passed that. Like I'm still in New Fifty Two. Um, that's that's a question for Tyler. Yeah. But but I I mean in the in, let's let's focus on uh, just focusing on that movie. My boy got shanked by by arguably what could have been an amazing Lex Luthor with Ken Spacey. Um, he got shanked, boy. Like and like he was dying. And now he can just like and he got beat up by Kumar, right? From Harold and Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> hey, get some, hey, baby, you know, that was some really good White Castle, bro. That's why I was able to lift it, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just what the heck were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so Superman he, can't he, lift Kryptonite Mountain. Yeah. So when Man of Steel came out, they're like, okay, we're gonna have him beat the crap out of everybody. But and and I know Tyler and James are going to listen to this podcast, but and I I argue with him all the time. Um, okay, man, I don't know if Man of Steel is the best Superman movie. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, very, I'm decided there too. I love it. I, I do. There's things I really love about it. Um, I love the scene where he's getting a super hearing and he's losing it, and you know Martha talks to him. I, I love. I you know I love the scene with him flying. That was so good. That's oh that's yeah, that was a great one. Um, you know the where the music, left. the score is beautiful. See, I'm deaf, so I don't really. Oh damn, yeah, sorry. Um, but but um, because I have that talk with Tyler too. Like he's like the score, man. And I'm like that Hans Zimmer, bro. I'm like I now I need that John Williams because because when I could hear so iconic, like, yes, my brain. yeah, right, right. Um, I don't know. I that's that's a whole nother talk. The Hans Zimmer stuff, though, is just like notes on the piano that just like dun, dun, dun. I can't do it, but they're great. <laughs> they're great. You're doing good enough. You're doing good enough. Um, I mean, I mean, I've heard it, but to me, it's not as it's not as iconic. It's not as iconic. It's not as memorable for you as hearing that. Right, exactly. Yeah, dude, I can just go on it because I've got so many questions for you, but we got to stay on topic, right? Uh, okay, so next next thing, next thing I want to get in. Um, huh, crap, 
Yeah. Um, oh, but you were asking, is Batman the saving grace of DCEU? And I yeah. said, I said, Superman has to be Superman. The Superman legacy movie has to work. And then obviously you got to get Batman, right? If they, if they do Superman, great, but then they, they flunk flunk out on Batman. People are going to lose their shit too. So, um, you know, sure. but it's like you get Superman right, you get Batman right, your DCU is is set. You know, Every, think, everything else will just fall in place. Um, my personal final say on this is you have to make Superman. I mean, Superman is a blueprint. You have to make Superman be like, like, like Chris Evans was as Captain America. Yeah. You have to have him be the blueprint of good. Um, and that's where, in my opinion, Man Steel went wrong. Um, you know, he, I know what Zach was trying to do, but Superman, I, I, he was playing the long game and it, and he, and that Superman would have been amazing. But for the DCU, he needs to be the blueprint of goodness. There has to be no questionable thing of his character. You know, people need to fall in love with this DCU Superman like they did with with Captain America. Yeah. So, um, so just saying that. So, moving on, um, uh, I want to touch just briefly because of time. Um, I want to touch briefly on Blue Beetle. Now, the the thing that's really confusing for fans and and us is the timeline of stuff. Like, where does Blue Beetle take place? Is it before Superman Legacy? Is it going to be after Superman Legacy? I think it's going to be after Superman Legacy. Like, it's so confusing. But I have to say, just briefly, I think Blue Beetle is definitely a step in the right direction. Like, I know Gunn had nothing to do with this movie, and neither did Saffron, or maybe Saffron. I feel like I feel like they did, but, you know, they just don't want to reveal that. But, yeah, you're definitely right. It definitely took a step in the right direction. Uh, I like the whole... I like... That they didn't go with that whole thing was well, I gotta hide my identity from my family. I like how the family knew about it and they yeah. supported him and they were his his backbone, you know. So I think you know, and the colors it was vibrant, you know what I mean. Like it doesn't have to. I know everybody. I've heard people say that DC is best uh, when it's dark, and there are dark stories that can be told. Yeah. Uh, Batman himself, you know, yeah. is dark, but. Everybody else doesn't have to be dark, man. Like, so no, that, that was my big problem with 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 the Snyderverse. Like, Superman needs to be bright, and like Tyler would say, "Well, Superman is the light in that world of darkness." That's what they were trying. No, that is what they were trying to do in Man of Steel. Or, uh, Batman versus Superman. We could get into it, but well, that's that, was, <laughs> that was what they were aiming for. Listen, listen. His suit, his suit better be bright as f. Yeah. Like it needs to be bright blue, bright red, bright yellow, bright colors, bright positivity. Thank you. Move it on. Do the underwear have to return to the outside? What's that? Do the underwear have to return to the outside? <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. I'm just asking. Moving um, on. Uh, the answer is yes. So, uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle was full of so much heart, and that's definitely a step in direction. Um, Do you think I, he will I, be continuing? Um, I can't remember that the kid's name, the Cobra Kai kid. Uh, it's like uh, a Kyle, 
XO. It's like it starts with an X. Uh, yeah. Gosh, I'm so sorry we can't. Yeah, play. I'm bad at names, dude. We love you, Blue Beetle actor. <laughs> yeah, you're amazing. Um, and so, his rap. Have you heard his rap? I did. Oh, dude, it's great. Boy, boy, <laughs> boy, the boy can spit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blue Beetle is definitely a step in the right direction. So, did you see the Aquaman two trailer? Absolutely. Okay. All right, briefly. Okay, because we, because um, I know, I know, I know you're in a hurry. Well, um, actually, we can we can go a little bit. Okay, my, my uh, kid's grandmother picked them up. So, oh well, uh, thanks, Finch. <laughs> um, Sorry, so everybody, everybody, Finch, Finch. Uh, I, I, you know, we all want Finch to be here. So, <laughs> so Aquaman's Aquaman's future. Okay, so what bothers me about this Aquaman movie, bro? Is that if this is so? I'm I'm, I'm going to layer this question because I gave me notes. I'm going to layer it into like a two part question. If Momoa is gone, if if Momoa is truly gone, and this is the end of Momoa, why didn't Aquaman happen before Flash? If Flash is meant to reboot stuff. That's what that's what I was so questionable about, man. Because if Affleck's gonna be in this movie, even for a cameo, and then this is after this, do we see this after the Flash? Does this movie really take place before the Flash? Does it take place after the Flash? Is it part of the new DCU? Is it not? Like it's so confusing. I have no idea what the hell is going on. But one thing I do know is that trailer was awesome, and. Right. And oh man, I was I was so excited. I'm so excited for this movie. Um so excited, bro. Like so in the teaser, did you notice that in the teaser they showed you things that they didn't show in this trailer? So you really got kind of like two trailers because in the main trailer, you don't see Storm, you don't see him riding the giant seahorse. Yeah, yeah. They they give you that little scene. But it appears he's a father now. It appears he's trying to hold it together. He has a job now. I love you know? that. I love that. And in the trailer that he's like, he's like, I got a job. I'm the king. I like how he he thinks of it as a job instead of like his destiny or a fate. You know? I don't know. That just that's just a Momoa thing, I think, it feels like, you know. It, it's just uh. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna be a bromance. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a buddy comedy with him and Ocean Master. Um, when I when I saw that teaser, like I honest to God, I thought like, why does Black Manta, why does Black Manta have like a Green Lantern power? It's that Black Trident. I don't. And that's I, uh, I had a friend I, ask me. Well, I had a friend ask me. He's like, "Is that something that's true to the comics?" I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna have to do some research, man, because I I don't know anything about a black trident." Do you? No. Uh, okay. No, I. So, so for fans of BP and Defense, because you know we're gonna have them. Um, the uh, so I've been reading DC Comics chronologically, mainly because I was asked to be on. On Tyler's podcast, and like I'm like, dude, I I don't know what's going on with DC Comics, man. I I like when New Fifty Two happened, I got married, and then uh, I you know I moved around so much, like you know I had no time to read comics or, or catch up. 
Well, you got to um, make your, your mentor proud too. I, I do. I do. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I read. So, so yes. So in, in 2020, um, I had the privilege, absolute privilege to meet, meet Scott Snyder, the author of Batman of the new 52 and Greg Capullo and talking with Scott in Detroit, that comic-con, um, we talked about writing. We talked about ideas and he's like, dude, you just need to start writing. You need to write and I'll, I'll teach you to write. So, um, I, uh, I haven't been in his classes last year, uh, cause you know, my wife got sick and, uh, life has been really crazy, but, uh, but I'll get back to it. I will. Um, but anywho, so I haven't followed things. So I've been reading DC comics since, since 2018. I've been reading DC Comics chronologically from the very beginning. And I'm finally in New 52. So finally where Scott's starting. So I don't know anything after that. Um, I know a bit about the trench. I know about the thirst. I know, you know, I know that they kind of start making Aquaman look like Mavoa for a little yeah. bit. Um well, I mean probably- you're you're definitely well more well versed in the in the actual comics than I am. Uh, but I believe, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for the, this movie. It looks great. Black so Mana so. looks menacing, dude. Like, yeah. and they showed him and he's like, oh man, I was just like, dude, he's, he's out to, he's out for blood. Now here's a question I have for you. Give it to me. Will Jason lose his hand? That's a question I was going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Once I saw that baby, yes, yes. So there's two different stories in comic lore of how he loses his hand. The there's the one that I don't, I'm not a big fan of, which was in um, Justice Peter, Peter David's version of Aquaman in the comics. Um, some there's some villain that basically puts his hand in a piranha tank. And then that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's, dumb. You know, that, that's that's how he really loses it in the uh, in the, in the comics and Peter David's Aquaman. If you haven't read Peter David's Aquaman, um, it's 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 wild. Um, but Peter David is one of the greatest comic book writers of all time. He's responsible for the Hulk having uh, the Gray Hulk personality, Smart Hulk. Um, he's he's why Aquaman is a badass. If it wasn't for Peter David writing him in the '90s, you wouldn't have that long hair and the hook hand. But Peter David had the prosthesis in his hand, and then Star Labs made him a harpoon hook, and then eventually they gave him an upgrade where it could turn into anything. Like uh, it was interesting. It, like it's 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 a good read. But the one I like better <laughs> is is. And I can't remember where it's from. Maybe it is from Just League Cartoon, maybe. Or, um, where, where he cuts Manta, it off to save his son, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where Mana chains him to a rock and, like, his son's going to be killed. And he, yeah, he cuts off his hand to try to save his son. Um, but that that uh, that kid needs to die. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they're going to kill a baby, bro. No, I mean, it's... No. I know, I know, I know. There is a comic where Black Mana kills the baby, and uh, he makes it breathe air, right? Like, yes, <laughs> which, which we already see in the trailer. The baby's breathing air, so. Now that well, 
you need okay. Let's get in the horse side of it, the, the dark side. Mansa needs to be what I want to see is I want this movie and and I hope they're not I hope they keep it hidden. I want it to be I want Manda to kill that kid. I know that's dark. I know it's sick, but it, but this is why. This just just hear with me, people. If you haven't shut off the podcast yet, just hear with me. I want I want the child to die, and I want Mantha to kill him because I want it to be revealed that Mana has a son, and I want Arthur to save Mana's son, Caldor, or what? To save Caldor and get his Aqualad. I I want I want to see Arthur put with a choice of you killed my kid and I I could kill your kid but I'm not you and I'm not going to be you and Caldor you know Mana doesn't want anything to do with Caldor so I want him to take that son out of his wing and I want him I want him to make him Aqualad and like I lost my son but you know, like because in Aquaman one, Aquaman's responsible for for Mana losing his dad. You know, Aquaman two, Man's responsible for killing the son. They flip it. But oh, yeah. if we get a story where Aquaman's like, I made the mistake before, um, and I let your dad die, I'm not gonna do this to your kid. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far. Um I like that. I mean I still don't want to see a kid die, a baby, but no, no. If they, if they, if they play it right, if they play it right, I'm okay with it. Do pet cemetery, you know? Do do a pet cemetery. Thing. Have the kid be like five. Do a little time jump. Have him get hit by a truck. You know, whatever. Wow. <laughs> it's not. It's dude. It's a story. It's a story. Well, I mean, the other thing though is okay. So if if that's how it goes. Do we continue to see Momoa in the DCU? That's the hugest question there is. So I say if you're going to keep Momoa, he's the only person you're going to keep. But well, Momoa John made, Cena. Or John Cena. <laughs> Momoa made a billion dollars. That's true. He made a billion. When you make a billion, I think you're okay. Plus, everybody like, loves that Momoa energy, bro. Like He does? <laughs> But what about all the rumors about him being Lobo and things like that? I don't want him to be freaking Lobo. I freaking hate Lobo. Really? I hate Lobo. I hate Lobo. I do. The main man. How could you hate the main man? Because I'm the main man. <laughs> That's true, BP. That's true. Okay, it's just the way it is. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Lobo. That's, that's a whole other story. Um, I think that. If you're gonna ki- if you're gonna keep Momoa, um, then then keep that kid alive. Keep keep Aquaman Junior alive. Whatever. Um, even though every single Aquaman story, that child has died, and it's 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 it is a catalyst. The child that child's death is a catalyst for Mara and Arthur having like having so much tension in their marriage. It's like. It's it's important to everybody's story of them losing that child, and I don't want to see a baby die. I mean, come on, people! Like, you're not a monster. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I just, I just talk about that. Um, I but 
you know, it's it's gonna happen. So moving in moving into the DCU, we don't know what's gonna happen with Momoa. I want them to keep him. Um but But that goes back to what I was saying about at the very end of the flash, and it goes back to James Gunn lying about the reboot. Flash says to Momoa that in all the universes, you're the same. Batman's different. You're the same. So I feel like that's them saying we're going to have more Aquaman. Because you made a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, probably. And that's why if this movie if this movie beats 400 million, it's a success, I guess, because none of the DC movies have hit above 400 million since what? Uh, Justice I was, League. I, I was I would say if it makes five hundred, then they'll be safe. Yeah, I think you have to hit five hundred, in my opinion. Yeah, five hundred million. Just my personal opinion. Um, and I think it has a chance to come out near Christmas. Um, it's got you know it's got one. Um, I I hope so. I really hope so. Um, so moving on here. So DCU. In the first chapter, this is this is a real gravely amusing part of it of this talk. The first chapter is titled "Gods and Monsters." Gods and monsters. So we know, obviously, our gods. You know, Superman. You know, of course. Yeah, that's going to be your god. But monsters, we got. You know, we got Swamp Thing coming. And we got Creature Commandos. Yeah. Which essentially is almost almost the universal monsters as a bunch of like commandos and all that stuff. So my question to you is, you know, MC, the MCU hasn't really tapped into a whole lot of the supernatural. They've been doing a lot of like galactic stuff. You know, I mean they haven't hit Galactus yet, but it's it's been a lot of space stuff. Like their focus has been so much on space. So should DC, if DC wants to be awesome, do you, in your personal opinion, Finch, do you think that that DC should focus on horror related things and or supernatural things? Do you think they should go all in on these commandos? Like, do you think they should go all in on Justice League Dark? Uh, should they go all in on Swamp Thing, you know, um, Constantine, stuff like that? Oh, or, yeah. Or do you think it should be all in on super positivity and, and like, you know, galactic stuff with Superman? Or do you think that DC, DCU is going to be – what do you want? What do you want your DCU? <laughs> I guess uh, that's a real question. Well, I mean, the way you put it, I mean, I feel like DC – when they touch all those elements is when they're successful, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, Justice League Dark is, is great characters, man. You know? Uh, I mean, and we haven't seen... Z- have we seen Zatanna in live action yet? I think in an episode of Smallville. I think in Smallville. I think Smallville. one episode Smallville. Um, I think, I think that's, that's And maybe one episode of Constantine when he had his own show. Maybe I, I, I don't know, or maybe there's a maybe it was I, a Legends uh, of Tomorrow episode, but I, I'm waiting to see her in live action. Dead um, man, dead man. Oh man, he would be pretty. Boston 
uh, is it Boston Rob? Or Boston Rob? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's uh, always. That's a little fair. But um, no, nah, man, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I do. DC knows how to do dark. So them taking those supernatural and dark characters, they'll knock it out of the park for sure. As long as, you know, they try. Because, I mean, they the Swamp Thing TV show was pretty great, but they didn't give it a chance. You know? They, Constantine, when he was on NBC, that show was dark, and it was great. And they didn't give it a chance. It got canceled. He went on to be in, you know, the Legends and stuff. And I am one of the weird people that actually enjoyed most of Legends of Tomorrow from season one all the way to the end. Um, the later seasons, when they decided to throw stuff out the window, I know some people didn't like it. I liked it, but at the same time, there were moments I was like, eh, this is too much. But, um, you know, but like Constantine and, you know, do you, I would love to see if they brought Matt Ryan back, but I know there's other, there's other actors that can play him. So, um, but I do still feel like, you know, Superman can't be dark and dealing with supernatural beings. One, because he's vulnerable to supernatural stuff. So, you know, give us that lighthearted Superman stuff. You know, give us him as our space-bound stuff at times. Because obviously he's the guy that's going to be able to deal with a lot of that, aside from the Green Lantern core. Um, you know, but I know, I believe what we're, we're supposed to be getting um, the authority. Right. Yes, I don't know much about them to be honest with you. I've 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 read like one story with them, um, and it was only like half of that story, um, where you know Superman recruits them and then takes them out to War World or something like that. I think to fight, um, and you know free free a race of people or something like that. So. Um, Tyler would know he's, you know, he's, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I know I probably just rambled, but I think DC needs to gather all of it, look at it, lay it out. Cause James Gunn has said, it's all going to be connected. It's not going to be maybe as connected as some of the Marvel stuff is, but it's all going to have like a through storyline. I believe he said, right. Yeah, he said it will connect in video games, TV, comic books. You know, well, maybe not comic books, but uh, maybe comic books. TV uh, animation, because he yeah. said he wants to have the actors that do the voice of the Howling Commandos to beat play them in live action and things like yes. that. Um, which I think is cool, but at the same time, I do feel like that's going to bog down the DCU at times. Because if you look at Marvel how Marvel's doing their TV stuff, right? Like their movies, some people are, you know, phase four is not the greatest, but there's so much TV of Marvel that requires viewing just to get into maybe a movie or, uh, I mean, I watch all of it. I'm <laughs> anything superhero I watch. Um, but well, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I, I know where you're getting now. I, I, I know where you're getting with this. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's like, is it going to be too much required viewing? Ooh. Or, you know, like if you, miss, if you miss a movie or you didn't play, you know, even Star Wars kind of does it with the video games. They kind of touch on certain stuff, you know, like, but like people 
who are watching like Ahsoka or, you know, something else, they'd talk about like Obi-Wan. Everybody was talking about, oh, that's uh, the place you visit in the Fallen Order games, you know? And it's like, oh, I I wasn't familiar with that because I only played part of that game or I didn't finish it or something, you know? So I, that's the one thing I am worried about moving forward. <laughs> Sorry, I ramble. No, uh, ramble's my middle name. Um, hmm. I didn't think about that, man. I didn't think about that at all. Um, man, that's, that's such a good point. Because, okay, so, because, yeah, because if, okay, so if I watch, Superman Legacy, and this supposedly starts it. And then, you know, say Blue Beetle shows up in Superman Legacy. Let's just say, let's just say it happens. I had to go back and watch Blue Beetle now because I don't know who this kid is. You know, say I missed it. But if so if they release a video game, like let's say, you know, okay, so if they release the 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 Suicide Squad video game. Been waiting for that thing <laughs> forever, <laughs> right? Yeah, forever. But and that's tied. Well, no, it won't be. It won't be. Never mind. So okay, let's let's say let's say they they say they do a Green Lantern video game, which would be freaking bonkers. Yeah, um, it would be awesome. So if they do a Green Lantern video game, right? And then they also do this Green Lantern show. Okay, or you know whatever. Then. No, I'm sorry. Okay, let let's if they do if they do a Nightwing video game. Okay? Yeah. So so we get so we get the Brave and the Bold with Batman and he has Damien. And then we see a little we see Nightwing in that a little bit maybe. Mm. Hope to God. But we're like, well, who has Nightwing? I thought this guy was Robin. I don't know nothing about it. Now I got to play a video game to learn about Nightwing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would be that extreme. But I just think like maybe like certain storylines or certain characters may be introduced that we're going to have to maybe know from a TV series. Because, I mean, he he announced a bunch of TV shows, right? Like uh, uh, The Waller, uh, The Commando. Paradise Lost. Loss. Uh, is um, Supergirl going to be a show or the woman, of, the girl of tomorrow? No, that's a movie. Well, I don't know, man. You make me wonder now. Well, we'll look at the slate later, but uh, yeah, Green I Lantern, just, you know, especially I'm excited season. for that one though, but I, I think that's be, yeah. so exciting. Swamp Thing is going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that Green Lantern show. Oh boy. Yeah. But that's what I'm um, saying. Like, they may introduce a story element or something that's kind of required viewing. I mean, like we we're gonna watch it all, right? We we watch all this stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely, uh, absolutely. But you know, to the average fan, you know, I might want to take. I mean, you know, I don't take my mom out to the movies, but you know, somebody wants to take their mom to the movies to see something. You know, she recognizes Batman and Superman, but she might not recognize Green Lantern people or something. You know, no. and then when they introduce certain characters in the movie. I mean, I, I have faith in James Gunn, but I'm just worried that it's going to be too much required viewing that some general audiences might miss something. That, dude, that's, yeah, that's such a point that I, do, I didn't even think of. Um, 
so what I will what so what I will say, my final thoughts for the night, how to not have the DCU be be something that we need to be scared about. I think that they need to make Superman the blueprint of goodness and kindness and just just good. <laughs> I think the colors need to be bright. That movie needs to be bright as F. Yep. Um, so bright. And and do you know? Do I? I think maybe I, in the first movie, maybe do a little bit of Metallo. Maybe maybe do a Metallo. I would love to see a Toy Man. I think Toy Man would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parasite's been kind of used a lot lately. Yeah. Um, so not Parasite, but maybe Metallo. Just do 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 a nice solid Metallo. Maybe Toy Man. Uh, Atomic Skull would be cool. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be really cool. Just, just, but make it fun. Like, let's have some fun. And I think with Batman, obviously, your first villain, if you're going to do the Brave and the Bold, and you're going to bring in Damien, your first villain is going to be Talia, Razagul type thing. Um, I love Razagul very much. Um, I think with Batman, well, wait a second. Bro, we could finally get a live action man bat in that movie. Possibly. Um, the video that I'm watching of you, you—it's dark. I, it's, it is so dark, and I don't—I don't even. I can't even see you. I can't even see you anymore. Oh, I probably should have said that because you know you're black. It's all right. <laughs> no, I, I, the, it's getting dark, and I don't have any lights on here, so I, I can't see you. But but uh, um, you've been my friend a long time, so I'll, I'll get away with that for one day. Um, <laughs> you just scared the crap out of me. <laughs> um, but anywho, anywho, my man. No, uh, I mean we need it. We yes, you got it right, man. We need bright Superman. We need bright enough Batman. You know. Yeah, but, I mean he needs, he needs to be a family man this time. Yeah, know? exactly. Because um, I mean we got we got the Batman who can go dark. So give us this brave and the bold family. There you go. Family now you get it. That's. Now you get it. That's you know a lighter tone. You know, do a lighter, do a lighter Batman. I mean, don't don't go don't go full Batman Robin Clooney, and don't go full Batman. You know, Adam West. Yeah. Uh, maybe give me like give me a mixture of maybe Batman Forever, uh, with a bit of. Um, I don't know. You know, I got the faith after the Michinetti Batman stuff in uh, the Flash. If he's you know, if it's true that he's going to be directed, I got faith. That's true. Oh, yeah, they, they need to fix. They they like I was so excited for the blue and gray, but they made him motocross Batman. He looked horrible. He looked uncomfortable. Um, it was it was, it was yeah, it was bad. Um, but I think that also they need to go. They need to go all in with the Flash. Yeah, and I don't even announce Flash. Yeah. Like go all in with the Flash. Give me a new Flash, but give me the freaking Rogues, man. I want to see colorful. I want to see Trickster, Weather Wizard, Mirror Master, Captain Boomerang, Mirror Master, Abracadabra, Captain Cold. Yeah, come on. And like, and I want to got Captain Boomerang and Suicide Squad. (sighs) Yes. And you can bring back Jay Corey. I really love Jay Corey. Yeah, he's I, cool. thought, I, I thought he was really good. But I want to see that colorful, like I I think that I think the DCU will succeed if it's a really good mixture 
of Silver Age. What's a little bit? What's a little bit of? I, I actually, I think you should just make it Silver Age. Make uh-huh. it make it very Silver Age, very like sci-fi, bright colors, fun. Like, give me that. And I know that James Gunn's a fan of the Silver Age. Um, I think that's what needs to happen, man. That's just my opinion. No, I, I'm with you, man. I, I have, I actually have a lot, of, a lot of faith in James Gunn, man. And uh, I, I think Thank he you. can, I think he can do it, man. So I have faith in the future of the DCU. I think, I think we're going to be in good hands. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that wraps up the first, the first uh, podcast of BPM the Fitch. I hope you enjoyed our talk, everybody. Um, throw oh, and happy out. birthday, Brian. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> happy, happy Batman Day. Oh, happy Batman uh, Day, everybody. Uh, so we'll drop this uh, tomorrow on Batman Day and, and a little surprise for everybody. And enjoy. I think the next thing that BP and the Fish are going to talk about is probably, probably going to be Aquaman itself. Probably, unless something, some other news happens, and we'll get to it, and uh, we'll go from there. So, good night, everybody, and uh, remember, you can have BP in the Fitch anytime.